Adult content intended for an adult audience only. Content of stories is purely fiction and not intended to be used for anything but enjoyment for those who enjoy these topics and situations. If you don't agree with the themes and the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. Photographing at the Pond by Pick Fiction Chapter 01 My brother and I had always been a lot different. Three years older than me, I had thought I might follow in his footsteps, but that wasn't to be the case as I was always an excellent athlete, all sports seemingly coming very natural to me, while he could barely walk and chew gum at the same time. He had tried but just couldn't do anything well in the athletic line. We looked very different too. I always had the build that you'd expect for an athlete. Trim and fairly muscular with hardly any excess baggage on my 5 feet minus 10 inches frame while he was certainly not fat but also not very well defined on his 6 feet minus 1 inches frame. I was, of course, jealous of his height having it would have made my athletic career a little different, but I adapted to what I had and made the most of it over the years. Both of us had kind of sandy colored hair, mine usually cut short and his a little longer but I took after my father with dark brown eyes while he took mother's pale blue eyes. I was a little jealous of that too, since the girls seemed to find his eyes fascinating, but girls and the two of us were another story indeed. Jimmy, my brother, from the time he was in the later years of elementary school, always had to have a girlfriend, or at least a girl he could call a girlfriend. He was almost always with a girl and, when he broke up with one of them, which was fairly often, he had to find another almost immediately. It was a kind of compulsion that seemed to possess him, and he was only happy or at least somewhat content when he had that girl, or seemingly any girl for that matter. Of course, when he graduated from high school he got a job and immediately married his current high school sweetheart but, similar to high school, that didn't last very long and he was soon divorced and chasing another woman, ready to get married again immediately. When that marriage ended rather quickly in divorce it was like he stepped back and evaluated himself and his life and decided he had somehow missed the mark and he changed totally, not dating or chasing women at all. He bought a little cabin out away from things and seemed to be very content again, but in a totally different way. He became a very dedicated woodworker and built some beautiful things which he shared with the family and which he also sold to locals at flea markets and craft shows in the area. I, on the other hand, Zipped off to college for two years before deciding that was just not my thing so I came home, worked odd jobs to make a little money and bought a camera as I had decided that I really wanted to be a photographer. It just seemed like a good line of work, meeting people some of the time and working by myself much of the time as well. I experimented with pictures and finally saved up enough to purchase a commercial quality camera and some lights which I knew I needed if I was really going to make this my profession. I wasn't a total recluse as I had a few dates with some of the girls I'd known in high school when the opportunity presented itself, but the whole relationship thing didn't really fit into my picture of life at the moment. I have to admit that I'm not a bad-looking guy so it wasn't surprising that the girls wanted to date me. Still, I usually ran away once they seemed to be looking for something more than casual dating. 
With a couple of the really aggressive ones I'd found the sex to be very enjoyable, but just as with the casual relationships, I wanted casual sex and that didn't seem to be their intent. I'm not blaming them, of course. We all have dreams and plans and just sometimes the dreams and plans of one crash into the dreams and plans of another and so you back off to avoid any more collisions. I was really fortunate in my photography business as a couple of my high school friends, who I have to admit, were from some of the more prominent families in town had me do their wedding pictures. I could see that this was my chance to become really established and to build a reputation so I took lots of extra pictures, worked on them extra hard took great pains with the printing and touching up process which meant that I didn't make a lot of money on those two jobs. However, the pictures were shared with friends, they showed up here and there. I used some of them to advertise the business and to decorate the little shop I'd been able to rent, and before I knew it, business was good and I was busy, very busy indeed. I also picked up a lot of business through family photos and children's stuff too as I seemed to have a way with the little ones and they liked me rather than being afraid of me so the pictures came out very well. Over the next couple of years I had about all the business I could comfortably handle. The other photographer in town and I had kind of split the senior picture business at the high school, using a common format for the school yearbook and letting the students and family choose which one of us to use. We furnished a picture that the student chose for the yearbook, and then sold packages of photos to the family of the student. It worked out well for both of us. Plus, I handled all the athletic team pictures and he did all the social event things and we were both happy. When they opened the second high school, he took over doing all their things and I did the same for the old school. Life was good and I was very happy with the way things were going. Point one day I had stopped at our only Panera Bread store for a soup and sandwich lunch and was checking my email on my phone when I saw someone come in who looked very familiar. I watched as she was walking toward me and realized it was Peggy Lambert. Or at least she had been Peggy Lambert in high school but, since I could actually see a wedding ring on her finger as she got closer, I knew she wasn't Lambert any longer. She was a senior when I was a freshman and had easily been one of the prettiest girls in the school, and now probably thirty, she hadn't lost that prettiness, just let it mature a little. And she was obviously headed right for me. Hi, she said in a very rich, alto voice. You're Larry Baxter, aren't you? Baxter Photography? You've got it, I replied. And I know you were Peggy Lambert at one time, when we were in high school. I thought we had gone to school together, she quickly replied. And I'm Peggy Hollister now. She offered her hand and I stood and shook it, not sure why she had stopped to talk to me. Nevertheless, I gestured toward to empty bench. Join me? I offered. Thank you, she said, sitting down. I sat back down and looked at her with, I guess, a slightly questioning look on my face. Obviously she wasn't here to hit on me so I wondered just what was up. I love your photography. So many of my friends have had you take their picture, and I've seen them so often. They're so well done, and very flattering as well. I had to smile at that. Well, everyone has a certain beauty or grace or mark of character about them. It's my job to find that and bring it out in the photograph. And thank you for the compliment. I appreciate it very much. No problem, you deserve it. Actually, I was going to stop by your studio, but I thought I recognized you when I came in here. I have some photography I'd like done. Let me hear about it then. 
I encouraged. She coughed a little nervously as she looked away out the window for a moment. I wondered if I could imagine what might be coming here. My husband has a birthday in two months and I wanted to do something special for him. We've been married about seven years. She paused. I've been looking on the internet and had this idea. Have you ever done any boudoir photography? Now, amazingly, she was looking me right in the eye. Not exactly. I answered hesitantly. Not really anything close. I continued. Are you interested? Looking at her and being 99% sure she was going to be the object of the photography, how could I not be interested? Very much so. I assured her. It's in addition to what I do now that I've been thinking about it. Not quite true since I had only been thinking about it for about the past ten seconds but close enough for now. I'd like to surprise my husband with a tasteful book of pictures for his birthday. I think he'd like that. I'd think he was crazy if he didn't like that as she was by far the best-looking thirty-year-old I'd seen for a long, long time. Plus, I was trying to think quickly about just how to carry this off. But I needn't have worried as Peggy had obviously been doing a little planning herself. I've been looking at pictures and trying to decide just what I want and how I want it to look. Now she had my eyes again. Plus, you're a professional and, even though this is different for you, I'm sure you have ideas and will have more of them as time goes by. Then I thought I could notice a slight reddening of her cheeks. I'd kind of like to start very, um, sedately I guess you could say, and then move on to. Again she paused. More, shall we say, risque photos? Definitely red cheeks now. Yes, that's it. She smiled. I'm definitely interested in this and, since I'll be experimenting and, hopefully building a portfolio, with your permission of course, the cost to you will be very minimal. I'm willing to pay a normal price. Don't worry, we can work that out. I took a deep breath, ready for a speech that had just popped into my head. That happened to me occasionally and I never knew quite where they came from. I know I'm a male and that probably makes things a little more awkward for you but let me just suggest that you think of me as a lifelong girlfriend that you can talk to freely or even think of it as just talking to yourself. That brought a little laugh from her. I've decided to do this and I'll do what it takes to get it done. She took a deep breath. I'm not sure what you have in your studio but we can use my house if you'd like for some of the inside pictures, you know, living room, bedroom, etc. And I was thinking of some outdoors pictures too but don't know where we could do that. Now it was my turn. I have a perfect place for outdoor pictures. It has a pond, grass, trees, bare rocks, mud, if you want to get weird. Now she laughed, a warm and comfortable laugh that made me smile along with it. Sounds perfect. Are you busy now? Busy with this new venture. Okay then. I have already picked out a few things that I want to wear but I'm just not sure and think I should leave some of it to you, if that's okay. I know a couple of photographers who do this all the time so I'll talk to them. And if you don't mind, I'll probably pick up a few things for just in case. You don't need to buy clothes just tell me what to get and I can pick them up. It'll be easier if I do it and then I'll have them on hand for the future. Once I get started in this I expect it'll go on and grow. I may have to pay you a commission for helping me get started. We'll have to work that out. She laughed out I dug in my pocket and found a piece of paper. You have something to write with? I need your sizes so at least what I get will fit right.
My mind was thinking that maybe I would buy a size smaller, but I had to stop thinking like that. She took a pen from her purse and wrote down a bunch of sizes, way more than I need, I'm sure. I just put down every size, she said. It was easier than trying to think what might be needed. I tucked it carefully in my shirt pocket. Since we're both beginners at this, I think it might take more than one day. She looked at me for a moment and nodded. So, if you can, let's start day after tomorrow. How long do you think it might take, if we have more than one session? I'm open to taking as long as it takes. I said and her eyes widened. Don't worry, this is just like a photography class or seminar that I take and it's not going to cost you much, except for a few supplies maybe. But this is your job and how you make your living. Her voice trailed off as I was sure she wasn't sure just what to say. I don't want to impose or take up much of your time. No problem, Anne. I quickly replied. If this goes well, this kind of work will certainly add to that living. I wasn't just saying that either as I knew this could be a lucrative addition to my photography. Okay then, day after tomorrow. At 9 a.m. And I have someone who is fantastic with makeup if you'd like them to help out. No thanks. I don't think I need anyone else around, at least for the first day. I decided I'd have Linda there anyway, if she could come, just in case thought we shook hands again and she left and I couldn't help but smile. This could be a very interesting bunch of sessions that I stopped by the studio as I had two mothers coming in with children for birthday shoots which went very well and both moms were extremely pleased with the pictures I showed them on the computer. I had a break next so I took my little piece of paper and headed for Victoria's Secret. I didn't think the VC models worked in the stores but that sure appeared to be the case here. Blonde, very pretty and very nicely dressed in a classy but sexy way, she greeted me when I came in the store as I appeared to be the only customer right then. I explained what I was doing and showed her the little paper, asking for any suggestions she might have. She questioned me about what the limits might be regarding model exposure and the like, which got my brain racing at near light speed of course, but I tried to describe what I thought Peggy's limits might be and she went to work. I explained that Peggy was a 30-year-old wife and mom and probably didn't have a lot of exotic things to wear but neither did I want to spend a fortune maybe three or four items. She asked me a few questions about Peggy and soon came back with a red bra with some carefully placed lace a pair of red bikini-style panties that seemed to have several strings and not much material to them and a pair of nearly transparent white pajamas. The bottoms again very small and the tops sleeveless with scoop back and front, accented with lace. I thanked her for her help, hopeful that I might be back to see her again, paid and headed back to the studio for the last two appointments of the day, all too quickly but taking forever. The day after tomorrow finally came and, on that day, 9 a.m. also finally arrived. I was up at 6.30 and in the studio by 7 o'clock getting things ready even though I wasn't quite sure what I was getting ready for. Linda got there a little before 9 and was ready to help out if needed. But at 9.01 the front door opened and Peggy was there, dressed in a very sharp-looking black business outfit, with a tight black skirt, black stockings and red high heels. I was looking forward to the day ahead. Yet, she was shaking her head. So, I ventured. You look a little unsettled. Well, she began. I had decided we could start the pictures with me in this very proper suit, but the more I thought about it driving over here, 
the more I realized that was silly as him seeing me like this would not be surprising or tantalizing either, she said grinning. So, I think we can just start with the regular boudoir pictures. Then she paused and looked me in the eye. I've decided that, while we're taking these pictures, you're just going to be a machine taking pictures. Since you're a machine and not a person, she took a deep breath. I can say what I want to and you won't react like a man but just like a machine that's taking pictures and doing exactly as it's instructed to do. Another deep breath. At least we can start that way. I smiled but I did appreciate her nervousness and her way of handling it seemed very original. Sounds perfect, I replied. And I do have Linda, the makeup lady here if you'd like to have her help out. Sure, why not? She shrugged. Linda asked her a few questions about the look she wanted, what she was expecting, etc., then told her else like to try something. She got her makeup kit, did some magical things with brushes and pencils and other stuff that I didn't understand at all, then got a mirror and let Peggy have a look. A smile slowly crossed Peggy's face and she looked over at me. Did you say she was a magician or did I just pick that up from looking in the mirror? I smiled back and Linda blushed a little. An already very pretty lady now looked even better which I hadn't imagined possible. I'm ready to get started if you are, she said, unless you have something you want to say too. Just this, I guess, I said, that we're both new at this so we'll play it a little by ear as we go and see what happens. You know what your husband likes and you know what you can do. So, to start I'm going to let you lead. Some pictures I think we can carefully pose and take. Other times I'll just be clicking away. Sometimes it's surprising what you get that way. I gestured toward the door leading out of the general studio area into my living quarters which was a fairly small lounge-slash-living room area with a kitchen area in the corner and a separate bedroom which was actually decorated very nicely if I do say so myself. I had set up some lights in the bed area as I had figured this was where many of the pictures would be taken. As we walked into the bedroom she began taking off the business suit laying the jacket carefully on one of the chairs. Then, she carefully unbuttoned her blouse and slipped it off, laying it on top of the jacket. That revealed the lacy red bra she was wearing and lots of nicely tanned skin. Without pausing she unbuttoned, then unzipped the skirt and slid it off to join the other items on the chair. This let me see the red bikini panty she was wearing, not quite as brief as the ones I had purchased but very nice indeed along with the black hose that stopped at mid-thigh and, of course, the red heels. Now she stood there, at about 5 feet minus 8 inches and with the 3-inch hells close to 6 feet tall, dark brunette hair to her shoulders, lots of tan skin and legs longer than I'd expected and I knew I was going to enjoy this, even if I was just a machine. I've fixed the tan lines on the front but not the back, she said, turning her back toward me. Sure enough, the panties she had on were clearly a little smaller than the bikini bottoms she usually wore in the sun. I have some concealer and a little brush. She dug in the little sack she had brought and handed me a little container and a brush. Be sure you get it all, she added which I appreciated as this would be very interesting. Since I was a machine, I opened the container, put some of the concealer on the brush, and very carefully put a finger under the edge of the panties and lifted brushing the lighter skin with the brush until the color difference had disappeared. I probably brushed a little long than necessary, but as I was doing the same to the other leg I couldn't help but remember how, as a freshman in high school, 
I had had sat in the library ogling the senior, Peggy Lambert, who was in there the same period I was, Linda came in then suggesting that she could finish up with that. I had anticipated my finger lifting the leg of her bikini underwear but that wasn't going to happen now. Now Peggy took a deep breath. Ready? She asked somewhat expectantly. Camera in hand I flipped on the lights to a little start from Peggy, but she went straight to the bed. Go ahead and just be sexy, Peggy, I said as she climbed on the bed. You move and I'll take pictures. She began to move and I started taking pictures but it was really hard to concentrate as Peggy Lambert Hollister needed no coaching at all to be sexy and I was instantly jealous of her husband. She squeezed her arms together and her thirty-six C's looked like they might burst right out of that red bra. She lay on her back, arms out to the side, then squeezing those breasts with both hands. The camera was clicking away relentlessly as she turned to face away, the globes of her ass gleaming in the light, the little strap of the panties doing its best to squeeze between those globes. Sometimes she looked away from the camera and other times she looked directly at it with some of the most sensuous looks that I'd ever seen. If her husband didn't like these pictures I think I'd have his testosterone level checked. And we were just getting started. Suddenly she stopped moving, slid her legs around and sat on the end of the bed. Another deep breath and she said, Well, what do you think? Honesty is the best policy, so I said. I think there are some very good pictures in this camera because you're a very sexy poser. Her cheeks reddened just a touch. Thanks, she replied gently. And you should know that Steve will get double enjoyment from these. First, he'll be excited seeing and thinking about me posing and second. She looked me straight in the eye. He'll be excited by knowing that another man was seeing me doing the posing and was taking the pictures. All three of us actually chatted for a few minutes while she rested and she seemed much more relaxed. We were ready to get started again and as she stood to begin she said, Whether it's true or not Steve says my breasts are my best assets so, if you can think of any ways to highlight them just let me know. I could sure think of at least one way to highlight them but I wasn't going to suggest that quite yet. So I replied simply, You're doing a pretty well without any help from me but before we start again. Let's just pose some pictures on the bed. She lay back down and I posed her as provocatively as I could with absolutely no hesitation on her part. When I was satisfied with what we had she stood up again and began moving and posing and, of course, standing. Her long legs were highlighted to a large extent but she was able to bend over and make her breasts, hanging there nearly exposed, very enticing. Also, I was hoping that my pants were doing an adequate job of hiding the erection that no amount of my thinking could prevent from happening. Suddenly Peggy was standing there, her back to me, not moving and I realized she was thinking, perhaps debating and, I was exactly right. Slowly she reached around behind her and unfastened the bra and tossed it aside, out of the pictures. I started taking photos of that smooth and now bare back as her arms went out to the side and were slowly raised over her head. Then they moved down in front of her, and I could tell she was cupping her breasts, one in each hand. Now she twisted to one side and then the other, the sides of those breasts bare and captured by my camera. Now she dropped her right arm to her side and I could see her move the left one across. She lifted her right arm, hand to her head and twisted sideways again, and I could see the whole side of her right breast as she had two fingers covering the nipple. Then she lay down on the bed the fingers covering each nipple and I was kind of amazed because those breasts hardly flattened at all. 
A minute or two of that and she stood up, looked around for a moment, and spotted the discarded bra. Hands on her breasts, she walked over to the bra and back to me, bent and picked it up and put it on. As she was fastening the little clips in the back she glanced to her left, and our eyes met in the mirror, and she immediately realized that it was not only her eyes that had met mine in that mirror. She turned and, surprisingly to me, smiled and then I saw her eyes drop a little lower on my body. Her smile broadened and she said, I guess you aren't totally a machine, are you? I went ahead and glanced down, and the tent that had formed in my pants was hard to miss. I wasn't sure how to reply, so I didn't. She sat down on the end of the bed and her legs were spread enough that I could see the dark spot against the brighter red of her panties. So, she was enjoying this shoot along with me. And she was certainly looking much more relaxed. So, did you get to the store to buy some things for today? She was smiling again. I nodded, went out to the desk in the other room and returned with the little sack. I decided the best plan was to just hand it to her. She took it and looked inside, pulling out the red bra and panties. Whoa, she said. These are a little smaller than anything I have but... And she looked up at me. We might want to try these later and see how those pictures turn out. She laid them on the bed beside her and returned to the bag. She took out the white top and bottom and looked at them. She quickly stood up and slipped the top over her head and smoothed it along her sides. Then she reached up under it and removed her bra. She looked at me and I turned my back, heard some rustling and then she walked around and stood in front of me. The top was not quite transparent, more like translucent, but what the eyes couldn't quite make out, the imagination could easily fill in. And, her shoes and the black hose were gone too. So, we took some pictures in that outfit. On the bed, on hands and knees facing me, she bent lower and lower as I clicked the camera. As she bent, more and more of the pale skin of her breast showed. I let her bend just a little lower than I should have, of course, until her nicely erect nipples came clearly into view and after a few clicks I cautioned her to stop. A few more sensuous shots and we stopped again and I had an idea. I checked it out with her and, not surprisingly now I guess she was all for it. I had her stand, hands behind her head and turn her head with a seductive look toward the camera. Then I took one of my lights and positioned it on the other side of her and directed it so that it would shine through the flimsy top. I walked to the other side to look and, sure enough, shadowed and outlined against the white material was her breast, erect nipple included. I took several pictures, having her turn slightly one way and then the other to get the best effect. When I was finished I showed them to her on the camera viewer, and she nodded. Steve will like those, she said gently. Then she turned to me and smiled. You're getting to see a little more of me than I had planned, but I think Steve is getting some good pictures so I don't mind. You said you had an outdoor place to take pictures too, didn't you? A pond or something? Sure do. It's a beautiful place. If it's not imposing on your regular business... Why don't we go there and take some more pictures if that's okay with you? I'm kind of into this now, and we might as well keep going. I don't have any appointments today, so that's fine with me. Now I could read all kinds of things into that last thing she said, but I was doing my best to contain myself and be totally professional. But this was Peggy Lambert, who I'd ogled in the library and fantasized about just a little that freshman year in high school, so I wasn't going to miss this chance for the world. 
she headed to the restroom to get dressed and I grabbed my cell phone. Jimmy, I said quietly as my brother answered. You remember Peggy Lambert? Hell yes, I do. How could I forget her? Why? You know the place in the woods with the pond? Well, be there in a while with your binoculars, hidden somewhere, and you might see something you'll enjoy. Gotta go. And I hung up. Not very professional, but I tried to help out my brother when I could. She came out of the restroom, dressed and looking like she did when she had come in the front door. You want to follow me out there in your car? Can I just ride with you? My sense of direction is horrible and I'd probably end up lost. So, I put the closed sign in the window, locked the door, and she climbed into my car, with my little sack in her hand and we headed for the woods and the pond. I felt a little ashamed about telling my brother to get there and spy on us, but nothing would come of it except he'd enjoy whatever he saw. Linda had some other things to do so she didn't go with us Thought we hadn't gone very far when she said, By the way, I took the liberty of wearing the bra and panties that were in your sack. I think Steve will like them a lot. I smiled and glanced over at her and, from the look on her face, I knew she was saying that someone else besides Steve would enjoy them too. And, as I pictured them and her, I knew she was right. We did chat some as we drove and she was very candid with some of the things she was saying which pleased me no end. Then we were at the edge of the woods and pulled off onto a little dirt road that really didn't go anywhere but was a place to leave the car where it was actually unseen from the road. I had forgotten that we'd have to hike about a quarter of a mile and all she had was the high heels but trooper that she was, she simply took both them and the hose off and started off barefoot. I knew the path back to the pond was almost all grass so it shouldn't be too bad. I had the big camera bag over my shoulder so I was plodding along and she would slip up beside me and hit me with a shoe and then dance away. She really did seem to be enjoying just walking through the woods. And I was enjoying walking and thinking about what was to come. Little did I know that my thoughts weren't anywhere close to what was actually coming. We finally came to the pond and she walked around exclaiming how beautiful it was and what a perfect place to just get away to. It was very nice for sure. The pond wasn't huge at all. Maybe a half acre but it was stream fed so the water stayed fairly clear and fresh, and a little cold as I remembered from the past. Not sure quite what to say I got the camera ready. Peggy returned from her wanderings and, without hesitation, took off the jacket, blouse and skirt and sat on a rock and put the hose and shoes back on. You're staring, she said to me, laughing, and she was right. Sorry, hard not to, I replied very truthfully. I take it as a compliment, she added. The tiny bra and the very skimpy panties left very little not exposed and, as she turned to lay her clothes very carefully on a large rock I could see a string around her neck, another crossing her back, a third low around her waist and a fourth disappearing in the cleft between her butt cheeks. Now I heard her laugh. Nothing much on the backside but me is there, she said without turning around. I think Steve will like it. I said, trying to recover. She had certainly gotten very comfortable with me very quickly as she said, If I'm moving around and posing here, things are going to occasionally pop out of this little bra so just ignore it while I put them back where they belong. She raised her eyebrows and gave me a look. I hope she was right, about the popping out at least. She began posing and I was shooting, she lying on the grass, peeking around a tree, sitting on a rock, stretching backward on a fallen tree trunk. 
Lots of very good pictures I was sure. Actually, with all the clicking I was doing I had hundreds of photos already, and it was going to be quite a task to select the best ones for Steve's present. Then she walked over to where her clothes were laying, along with the little bag. Maybe we should do some with this little white thing. Plus, I'll be barefoot with it which is more appropriate for out here. With that she stood right in front of me and unfastened the red bra and tossed it onto the rock. Those shapely and still perfectly perky thirty-year-old breasts with the dark and nicely erect nipples were staring right at me. She slipped the white top over her head and the slid the little panties off, showing me very clearly her shaved mons and just the hint of a slit that disappeared between her legs. She did bend and slipped the white bottoms over her slightly raised feet so I didn't get the full view. But what I had seen was fantastic. So, we took more pictures in that outfit, with bending over and no hesitancy about letting me see her nipples. She waded into the pond, exclaiming about how cold it was as I kept clicking away. Some more poses and walking around and she was in water just a little over her waist. Slowly, in profile to me, she began lowering herself into the water, and I couldn't click fast enough. I flipped the camera to auto so it would take photos in rapid succession without a need for me to click as long as I held the little button down. Quickly her head was under the water, and she raised up, sweeping that dark and now very wet hair away from her face. Then she was standing again. Only the flimsy white top now clung to her like her own skin and was more transparent than ever, the dark nipples showing clearly and more erect than ever in the cold water. In addition, she was covered with goose bumps on her bare arms. She turned directly toward me, so both nipples were clearly in view. Click, click went the camera. You think Steve will like that? She said with a sly smile on her face as she climbed out of the water. I wondered where she had learned to be so sexy. She sat down on the rock next to her clothes, that transparent top still clinging to her body. I realized she was totally wet and we had no towel. She stood up, turned her back to me and took the top off. She wadded it up in her hands and wrung it as hard as she could, then carefully put it back on. Somehow, when she turned around, it didn't look much different. Suddenly she was quiet, with a look on her face that puzzled me. She was obviously thinking of something which got my mind to racing, but even in its racing, it wasn't close to catching up with her. You know, she began very decisively. When I had the idea for these pictures I searched online to get an idea what they might look like, and then I looked at some other things as well. You know how lots of those sites have links to other sites and stuff like that. I saw lots of pictures that weren't exactly boudoir pictures. Lots of very pretty women with very nice figures and not many clothes on at those sites. She paused and took a deep breath and I wondered just where she was headed. Some of the sites were supposedly pictures that husbands had posted of their wives, or sisters-in-law, or neighbors or who knows what else. She was biting her lower lip for a moment. Lots of them had no faces showing or faces blurred out or blacked out even. She stood up and walked around for long seconds, the wet bottoms clinging seductively to her butt cheeks. Then she faced me with a determined look on her face. I want to do that, she said almost defiantly. Will you take the pictures and post them and then tell me where they are? Wait, I said, totally not believing what I was hearing. Slow down a little. I don't want to slow down because I might turn around and go back and I don't want to do that. 
she quickly pulled off the white top and slid out of the still very wet bottoms. With the wet hair, water still clinging to her body and the way she was standing there, thrusting herself toward me she was totally breathtaking. This sure hadn't been my plan when I agreed to take those pictures for her husband, but it was too late to stop now. Plus, from the look she had on her face, I could tell that she knew she had me. Take some pictures here while I dry out, then we can go back to your studio and take more. You're sure? Was my feeble response. She held her arms out, showing me her body. I guess she was sure, at least for now. I changed the memory card in the camera and for thirty minutes or so, we took some seductive, erotic and very unexpected photos of Peggy Lambert Hollister. Finally, she put on the skirt, blouse and jacket, picked up the bag that now held two bras, two pairs of tiny panties, hose and shoes. As I walked along with this very distinctively dressed woman, except for the bare feet of course, I couldn't believe what I'd just seen. She was certainly one gorgeous thirty-year-old. Just before we climbed into the car and started back for the studio I received a text message that said only thanks in all capital letters. I guess Jimmy had made it to the pond. Once more, I just wasn't quite sure what to say, but she was having no trouble filling the silence. On one site, there were pictures posted that were called something like Mr. Somebody's Wife, and she was one beautiful woman, at least figure-wise as you never saw her face. There were four or five posted every couple of days. And I'll take my rings off so they won't be recognized and I know you can touch up any blemishes I might have. I hadn't noticed any yet but then I hadn't been doing that kind of checking either. Honestly. And she put her hand on my arm. I think my figure is still pretty good for my age and seeing those pictures online made me kind of want to flaunt it, even if it is kind of in secret. Speaking as your photographer, I have to agree with that. And again, you're sure? I knew there was a reason for that working out that I've been doing and now it's going to be paying dividends, even if I'm the only one to know about it. I nodded. She talked pretty continuously all the way back to the studio. She was obviously hyped up thinking about what she had done and was going to do. Once back and inside I left the closed sign in place and we went to my rooms and, before I could get the camera ready she was naked again. She got a brush from her purse and worked on her hair a little, checking herself carefully in the mirror. That same mirror that had given me the first view of her nipple which I thought would be my big thrill for the day. Silly me. Okay. She began. These will be the Mr. Martin's Mrs. Photos. Some of those I saw had bra and no panties, panties and no bra, just hose and heels, and some nothing. I could see that I wasn't going to have to do much coaching here as if I had any coaching insights. Oh, I surf porn occasionally, but I was looking at overall effect and not so much at details then. I might have to change that a little in the future. So, she put on the hose, heels and the tiny red panties I had gotten and we took pictures, from many angles, even with me lying on the floor. She played with her breasts, pulled on the nipples, put her hand in the almost not their panties. Then, she put the little bra on, took the panties off and we took more, from all those angles again, then more with both bra and panties off, with lots of playing with that now obviously very wet place between her legs and next with the hose off and just the heels. She decided that the heels should be a trademark for Mr. Martin's missus so she kept them on. 
I clearly wasn't used to taking pictures like these and I was suffering a good bit which she occasionally observed and finally commented that if I wasn't like that there'd be something very wrong with either her or me and since either was true, I had to survive the erection that threatened to rip a hole right through my pants. After a couple of hundred pictures, she decided that was enough for now, and I began to salivate I think when she said, For now. She put her own bra and panties on, the blouse, the skirt and the jacket, and was ready to head for home. She stuck out her hand and I shook it. I know I surprised you today, but I just felt like I could trust you and so. She smiled at me. I'd give you a kiss on the cheek but... And she looked down again at the tent in my pants. It might not be safe. We both had a good laugh at that. I'll try to have both sets of pictures ready for review the day after tomorrow. We can do your husband's present first. Sounds good, she replied. I'll call to set up a time. I think Steve has a trip scheduled so I should have lots of free time. She gave me a little wave and was gone. The next day I was in early again, because going through all those photos was going to be a challenge. I had a setup in back that allowed me to use my computer to put the photos on the flat-screen TV in my room so I could get a good, large view and see lots of details. I did have one appointment. A bride was coming in for some pre-wedding pictures and so I had Linda there to help out. She was about 25 and worked at one of the big department stores in town in the cosmetics department and had lots of training in makeup and seemed to really have a knack for it. I was in the back rooms when both Linda and the bride came through the front door. Linda said hi and that she'd be right back which meant she was headed to the restroom. The bride apologized and said something had come up that she really needed to do and could she come back tomorrow. I told her that would be fine and she apologized again, then headed quickly back out the door. I went to the back room where I found Linda, looking from the TV to the computer. Well, she said, did you take these too? There was no sense denying it so I shook my head. I had been looking at the Mr. Martin's Mrs. group so she was seeing some pretty good shots. I sat down in my chair while she continued to look. I knew I could trust her not to spoil things. I also knew that she kind of had a crush on me if adults can have crushes. She came by the studio to check on things when there really wasn't any need to. She hung around and the way she looked at me told me a lot too. Being about 25, she was appealingly pretty without being beautiful, had a good figure without being modelesque, was sweet without being syrupy and had this long and glistening ash-blonde hair that made her very alluring as well as amber eyes that were very fascinating to look at. I could pose for you like that, she said suddenly, but very softly without looking at me. She flipped through some more pictures, those where Peggy had on only the shoes. She turned and faced me and began unbuttoning her shirt. Linda, wait. I said as she bent forward, put her hand on my mouth and shushed me with a finger to her lips. She slid the shirt off and tossed it aside. What had suddenly happened to my life? It was strange but I couldn't help but enjoy it. She reached behind her and unfastened her bra and tossed it aside with the shirt. Her skin was pale and flawless and those breasts that I had never particularly noticed before were very noticeable now, wonderfully shaped and pointed. She pulled on the nipples, stretching them out. See, she said. Mine can look like that, too. Then she unfastened the skirt and slid it off. She kicked her shoes aside and was now standing there in a pair of white thong panties with about 98% of her body visible as she turned 180 degrees, 
paused to allow me to fully appreciate her nearly bare ass that was right in front of my face, then turned another 180 degrees so she was facing me again. She hooked her thumbs in the waistband of the thong. Should I take these off too? She asked breathily. I couldn't answer. Give me your hands. I held my hands out, helpless now as that very nearly perfect body had me totally under its spell. She took my hands and hooked the thumbs in that waistband. She bent over and kissed me. Take them off, she said. I was nearly numb, and she kissed me again, her tongue licking my lips as she did. Take them off, she repeated. Another kiss, this one a little more intense, as her tongue parted my lips and she moaned ever so softly, but it was more than I needed and I slid the pants down her legs as far as I could, not able to see the results with her kissing me, but I felt her step out of them and knew she had kicked them away. Slowly she pulled back and stood there, letting me get the full effect of that naked body placed very carefully in front of me. With Peggy's body in full display on the flat screen and Linda's live and breathing right here in front of me, it was nearly overwhelming as I had never imagined that Linda could look quite like this. She took a couple of steps forward so that she was straddling my legs. That delightful blonde muff was just below my face, and she raised up on her tiptoes and thrust it forward. Yesterday it had been, look but don't touch. Today I was looking and then I was touching. My hands went behind her and squeezed those soft and warm as cheeks. I rubbed their smoothness, spreading them apart. I rubbed the softness of her back but could feel the muscles underneath. Then around to her stomach, her navel just the right height for my tongue. I felt her muscles clench at the touch of my tongue. Then I was rubbing higher until those two beautiful and delicate breasts were being squeezed and fondled, the nipples pulled, rolled, and rubbed, their hardness delicious to the touch. Slowly my hands moved down again, to her stomach, her flat belly and into that delicate fur. One finger slid down between those legs as she spread them just enough. It sought the wetness, found it, and probed it, sliding up and down the length of the entrance to her womanhood. Not able to stop any longer it pressed into that warm and slippery love tunnel to a long gasp from Linda. Slowly in and out and in and out, her hips moving ever so slightly with the rhythm. On the last outstroke it slid upward, under the hood and pressed against the soft nub of her clit to an even longer gasp and groan. Not able to contain it any longer I lowered my head and began using my tongue where my finger had been and I could feel her fingers in my hair, holding me in place, not that I needed to be held in that musky and delicious place. Now my hands parted her and held her open and my tongue flicked away to more gasps and groans and movement of hips. With her held wide open, my lips could work as well and they slid over that nub and sucked on it, pulling it out for the tongue to rub it, her moans getting louder and longer until there was one long vibrating moan as her hips began to buck to gasped out. Yes, 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 yes. It lasted for long seconds and I didn't stop until her begged. Please, please. Hit my ears. Fingers still locked in my hair, she raised my head and kissed me, tasting her own juices as she did, her tongue probing and dancing tangling and twisting with mine as I explored her mouth and she mine. Then, very quickly she dropped to her knees and began fumbling with my pants, working to unfasten and unzip them. I lifted my hips to help and she slid them down and pulled them off over my shoes, followed by my boxers. She took hold of my very stiff cock and looked at it for long seconds, 
then looked up at me with a wondrous smile that melted any resistance that might have remained in my now very inflamed body. She held it in both hands and moved them gently up and down, and it was my turn to grunt and groan at the ecstasy that raced from my head to my toes but settled mostly where she was holding, all from that very simple act. I knew what was coming next and I hoped I wouldn't explode into flames at her touch. As her lips touched the head, then moved down its length, my head went back and it was my turn to lock my fingers in her hair, that hair that began to bounce up and down, her tongue working the length of the underside, her cheeks caving in as she sucked hard, the head bumping the back of her throat to the smallest gagging sounds. I watched now, as it glistened with her saliva and then totally disappeared, only to appear again, seemingly wetter each time until suddenly she stopped, reached up and grabbed my arms and fairly dragged me out of the chair and onto the floor. She quickly hovered over me, looking at me with a look I'd never seen before on anyone, let alone Linda, and then, swinging a leg over to straddle me, she guided that erection home to a place it longed to be as she settled down and hungrily began to move her hips up and down and in circles, pumping me and rubbing me at the same time. My hands automatically went to those breasts, bouncing above me and I squeezed and kneaded as I felt myself tensing, my hips thrusting upward in preparation as finally— Deep grunts came from far down as I emptied myself into her time after time to her accompanying little squeals of J-O-Y.M-Y eyes were closed as her hips came to rest and she bent down, her face an inch above mine. I've wanted that for a long time, she said, still breathing hard. And I think you have too. I think you're right, I replied with equally heavy breathing. I just didn't know it. She kissed me again, very gently this time our lips lingering for long seconds. You hide yourself well. I had no idea what was, well, underneath. I hide myself so only special people can see, she said teasingly. So I'm special people then? If you don't know that now, I think you need a brain transplant. As I looked over her shoulder, Peggy Lambert's naked body still hovered above us. I'm sure Peggy knew that, once her pictures were on the internet some sort of sex would happen. She just didn't know it would be so soon and so close to home. Were you just talking about wanting to pose for pictures like that? I said, gesturing. I saw some that were in the woods somewhere. I'd love to do that. Obviously, there was a demand for those type of pictures, and it suddenly seemed like a good supply of people willing to pose as well. Very perceptively, Linda told me she'd not say a word about the pictures she had seen but made me promise that I'd photograph her one of these days at the pond. I agreed point two mornings later, after a call to confirm it, Peggy came through the front door, ready to pick the photos for Steve's birthday book. She was dressed quite differently, and seemed to be very businesslike today. Although I had a viewer in the regular studio, I thought it best to check these photos in the back room so I had the computer hooked to the flat screen again. I showed her how to scroll thorough the photos and suggested she note the numbers of the pictures she really liked and then we could make a final decision. She said she'd like to have maybe 30 of the prints in the final book as I heard the front door of the studio open and the sound of children's voices. I had an appointment. Surprisingly, the kids were great, smiling when they should, holding still when they should and mom looked totally proud. When the pictures were done we went to the viewer and mom picked out a good-sized group of pictures she liked, ordered several of each to distribute to family and friends and left, satisfied with the whole process, as was I. 
I'd make a tidy profit from those pictures. Then I hurried to the back room to see how Peggy was doing. She had narrowed her choices to about fifty, and I suggested she pick the one she liked best and the one she liked least, then fill in the middle and finally get it down to thirty. She agreed and, not surprisingly, the one she liked best was of her coming up out of the water at the pond, head back as she swept the wet hair away from her face and that white top glued to her body like a second skin, breasts totally displayed with dark areolas clearly showing through the material and nipples hard and pushing erotic bulges in the gauzy cloth. She kept looking and selecting and finally got her choices down to the thirty she wanted. I moved the thirty to a separate folder on the memory card. Happy myself with what she'd chosen and equally happy with the ones she hadn't chosen. She quickly opened her purse and handed me three $100 bills. A down payment, she said, smiling at me. I realized that, actually, a session like we'd had would normally cost many hundreds of dollars but I was content with both the session, which I'd enjoyed no end, the $300 and the bonus the pictures had brought in that very wonderful time with Linda. Thanks. I said. I'll get a very appropriate album and print the pictures and get them to you before Steve's birthday. Don't do anything to fancy with the pictures, she cautioned. They're not like a wedding album that we'll be showing to all our friends. She laughed as she said that. They just need to be pictures he can enjoy looking at. I was sure they would be pictures he'd enjoy, but I wasn't quite ready for what she said next. Then she showed me four other pictures she had picked out. Very nice and tasteful boudoir pictures. If I can get copies of these, I'll show them to a select group of my friends who I think might like to have some similar pictures for their husbands. Thank you, was my simple reply and then she looked a little more pensive. I know my husband, she began, so I kind of know what's coming. He'll love the pictures and I told you before he'll secretly love the fact that another man was seeing me in those skimpy clothes and taking those pictures. He'll wait a while and then suggest he'd like to see more pictures, maybe with even less clothes, which means naked, of course. And he'll get a double thrill knowing that another man was seeing me naked. He's tried to get me naked in front of other men before but I wouldn't do it. And based on some of his talk when we're um, well, having sex, I know he fantasizes about seeing me with another man. Not real hardcore or anything, just another man looking and maybe touching a little. She paused and looked at me for long seconds. So, we have lots of pictures to fill in the naked part for sure. But if you can handle it, be ready for the other at some time. And the man won't be you. She added, giggling. I'll just have to figure out something for that when the time comes. My mind was racing, listening and thinking about what she was saying. Plus, a little light was blinking in my brain. If you're really serious and the time comes... I think I might have a man for those pictures. Now she looked at me really hard. I think I can trust you so hold that thought. We'll see what happens. I was game for that and I'm sure Jimmy would be more than happy to help out although he wasn't going to hear about it until the time was right. Time slipped by and I printed the pictures for Peggy, including the extra four she had requested, and found a nice but not too expensive album to display them. She came in when they were ready and I had her decide what order they should be in for the album, adding a few suggestions of my own based on my experience and also how my hormones reacted to the photos. When it was finished she was happy, thanked me profusely for taking them and for just being who I was. Then I got a very pleasant kiss on the check-in and added, 
Don't read anything into that. Comment with a laugh. She left, armed and ready for Steve's birthday. Since my life seemed to be centered around the day after tomorrow, it was the day after tomorrow that I had agreed to take photos of Linda. She had brought it up again when she was in the studio the last time and, as I was asking if she was sure my mouth was smothered by hers and her darting tongue convinced me that she was sure. She said she'd bring some things to wear and to strip off and I had my little bag, of course. I knew the panties and the nighty outfit would work just fine but wasn't sure about the tiny bra. I don't think she was quite as filled out as Peggy, but not too far off so it might work. I couldn't help pondering what might happen at this session. The day before the day after tomorrow was a busy one, with several appointments with several families and some senior pictures for the high school kids. I had to work to keep my mind from wandering, thinking about tomorrow since Linda was there, helping with the makeup for the senior pictures. She was excellent working with the kids, joking and teasing and keeping them laughing and in good humor. When everyone had finally left and I was closing up for the day, she just switched her teasing from the kids to me, asking about tomorrow. Was I as excited about it as she was, had I been thinking about the poses and clothes she would wear? Or take off, she loved to add. As we were leaving to go our separate ways, I got another of those luscious kisses that had me wishing we weren't going off separately. But she had to get back to work for the evening so we each got in our separate cars and away we went, a horn toot for good measure. The next morning she was at the studio as I opened the door. She helped get the camera packed up then ran out to her car and took a large sack out of the back seat and tossed it into the back seat of my car. She was so excited she was nearly vibrating which, of course, had about the same effect on me. We drove to the little parking place by the woods and made the quarter-mile hike to the pond area. She talked the whole time we walked about how beautiful it was. She was very excited. At last we were there and I got the camera ready. When I turned around to check, Linda was casually stripping off her clothes and then dumped the bag of things on the ground behind a big rock. When she saw me looking at her she started toward me, licking her lips as she swung her hips back and forth in the most tantalizing walk I'd ever seen. And I could see very clearly that she had shaved. Don't you want to start with some clothes on? I hollowly suggested. I want to be photographed by a naked photographer, she said softly, starting to unbutton my shirt. I knew that if she kept that up there was a good chance of no pictures today so I quickly stepped backward. Pictures first. I managed to gasp out. She took hold of my shirt and pulled me to her. And afterward? She questioned in that sultry voice that I had quickly grown to really enjoy. There'll be no stopping me. I answered as her mouth tried to swallow mine. Then, a fairly rational thought came to my mind. What are you planning to do with these pictures? I asked out I in return I got a smile. Those pictures I saw were for her husband, right? That and... My voice trailed off. Then, these are for you and... Was her coy reply. Mr. Martin's other missus. Popped into my head before I could stop it. You're very trusting. I said and smiled back at her. Obviously. Lots of pictures were taken, with Linda in a number of sexy outfits that she had brought in the bag then many naked pictures as well, and I was amazed at how sultry she was able to look. There were also many pictures taken with her face not showing without me even suggesting it as she seemed to know what might be done with those photos. 
At last she went to the pile behind the rock and put on the white nighty top that Peggy had worn so seductively, but she left the bottoms lying on the ground. Her eyes almost never left mine as she stepped carefully into the water and moved away from the edge till it was about waist deep. Still watching me she lowered herself very slowly into that still very chilly water, the bottom of the nighty floating out and up as she disappeared. Then, still very slowly she reappeared above the water and my camera was snapping about as fast as it could. As she rose, the white and now very wet material clung to her body just as it had Peggy's. That beautiful ash-blonde hair clung to her face as she slowly reached up and swept it back and the combination of the cold water and the sensual nature of the picture had her nipples harder than I had seen them before. She slowly turned her head toward me, water still cascading off her, then reached down and lifted the top off and let it float away on the water. The sun reflecting off the pond's surface only highlighted the water glistening on her naked body, goosebumps clearly visible as the camera captured it all. All, of course, except the way I was feeling as I snapped away. As I held the camera aside for a moment the look on her face said very clearly that, afterward, was now here. I put the camera down carefully and finished unbuttoning my shirt. Next came the shoes and socks, then the pants and boxers. As I stepped out into the chilly water, a pair of inviting arms were waiting to warm me. Is seeing me naked and taking my picture different than seeing me naked like this? She asked, kissing my chest. Yes, I feebly replied. Just like seeing and touching are two very different things. Touching like this? She said, taking hold of me under the water. And like this? I answered, putting my hand between her legs and my finger in a much warmer place to her slight grunt and jerk. Do that some more. I quickly added, rubbing with that finger. I love that. Her body moved and her throat let out a quiet groan with each rub. Touch just a little higher and see what happens. She murmured as her mouth met mine. So I did and now the jerks were more pronounced and the moans louder and longer. She gently licked my lips so I used those lips to grab her tongue and stroked it with mine. Her arms were quickly around my neck as I think her legs wouldn't hold her any longer. My finger kept working and I heard a breathy. You know how to make me feel so good. I could feel her hard nipples rubbing on my chest as her movements became more and more intense. I heard the beginnings of a very quiet, Oh, oh, oh coming from that mouth that was still against my face and they got louder and louder until finally, one long, buh, as her body shook and vibrated and jerked convulsively, nearly dragging me under the water. When she stopped moving I reached under her legs and lifted her, settling her slowly as my extremely hard erection sought its home. It took three tries before it slid from the cool wetness into the very warm wetness of a wonderfully welcoming tunnel that gripped it firmly. Losing my balance a little I slipped into deeper water and found she was lighter there but no less inviting. She was kissing my eyes, my nose, my lips, then all around my face as I rocked her hips back and forth and with every inward thrust she squeezed, releasing me as I moved out only to squeeze again. I had never imagined what this could be like, in the water like this and with someone who wanted it as badly as Linda did. But here I was and I was about to explode and I pumped, and she squeezed and now she was whispering in my ear. Can you do it? Can you make it come? Can you fill me up? I want to hear you. Come on, let it go. Give it to me, all you've got. And with that I gave her all I had, over and over and over, grunting into her ear and squeezing her tight again my body.
When I was finally finished I opened my eyes to see her rather amber eyes looking at mine and smiling. You're good, she quipped. Best I've ever had. Is that a compliment or an admission? I asked, drinking in those eyes that were drinking me in as well. This is not my first rodeo, as I think you can figure, but I've never ridden a stallion like you before. You're shivering, was the best I could reply to that. I have a towel, she replied as she dropped her legs and stood up. We sloshed to the dry ground and climbed out of the pond, the sunshine warming us almost immediately. We took turns drying with the towel, got dressed, gathered up everything and headed for the studio. Once there, I put the open sign out and Linda went to the back to look at the pictures we'd taken today. Since no one had come in yet I went too. Those other pictures from the other day, she said as she started looking at hers. Can you tell me about them, and maybe about her? After the last few days, and since she was actually my makeup lady and therefore almost an employee, I judged I could share a confidence with her so I told her about the pictures for her husband, then the other pictures that would probably eventually be for her husband and finally the Mr. Martin's Mrs. pictures, six of which I planned to post to the internet tonight. I didn't mention the others she thought might happen as they hadn't happened yet. You've really branched out lately, haven't you? In more ways than one, I answered, kissing her on top of the wet hair. Are you hoping for more of the boudoir things? I'm expecting it since. And I paused for a moment but since I'd shared the rest with Linda, I might as well not hold anything back. Peggy took a few of the more subdued and normal boudoir shots to share with some of her friends. I expect I may get some more business out of that. And make some money too. She tilted her head back and looked up at me. I bent to kiss those inviting lips but she jerked her head away. They say it's bad luck to kiss upside down. She giggled. But, and she turned her face toward me and gave me a warm and tender, if a little sensuous kiss. I don't want to miss a good chance when it comes my way. Continuing my previous thought I added. Yours are free. As she continued looking through the pictures I could tell she was pondering something. She'd look at a picture, cock her head to the side and look again, then click to the next and repeat the process. I kind of knew what was coming as I had seen it before from others whose pictures I'd take. Of course, none quite like this but, nevertheless, similar. You are a very pretty lady, I finally said. Are you just saying that or do you really think that? You can see the pictures. You see what they look like. You are. But those others of Peggy, she's so striking with the dark hair and the tan. And you're thinking of her breasts that are bigger than yours. I suppose. And you're wondering if your pictures were on the internet. Would anyone take the time to look at them? She sighed. I guess I'm typical, huh? Untypically pretty. Now she stood up and turned around. She stood just inches from my face and I wasn't about to move. Do you think I could seduce you before a customer comes through the door? We'll only know the answer to that if you try. I love a challenge. She said breathily as she began kissing me and shedding her clothes at the same time. I loved a challenge too and the risk was more than worth it as the reward would be exquisite. She quickly grabbed my hand and pulled me to the bed, lying down and beckoning. She spread her legs wide and I slipped between them. Just a quickie, she said and guided me home. Amazingly she was ready for me, wet and slippery as I slid in. It felt so warm and so satisfying just being on top of her 
and inside of her that I thought I might be able to stay that way for hours. But she began moving her hips, reminding me of where I was and what I was doing so I began to move too and, our first time in this position, my hips slapped against her thighs as she put her legs over my shoulders. She grunted as I banged away harder and harder and, since I had come just as hour ago or so, I knew this would last a little longer. I couldn't hold back though as she was squeezing again as if she knew it drove me nearly insane to feel that. Then she whispered, It's ready, isn't it? You're going to fill me up again. And I didn't need anything more to begin my own grunting as I emptied into her the second time today. She pulled my face to hers and kissed me as I was slowing down as we both heard the front door open. Be right there. I managed to gasp out as I jumped up and put on my pants and shirt and jammed my feet into my shoes, hoping whoever it was wouldn't notice I didn't have on socks. As I went through the door into the front of the studio, who should I see but Peggy Lambert Hollister? Hi, she said cheerfully. Then more softly, you said you might post those Mr. Martin's Mrs. pictures sometime, and I was just passing by so I thought I'd stop and see which ones you had picked to post. As she finished, Linda emerged from the back. Hi there, she said. Linda replied with a friendly smile. You should photograph this one, Peggy said, gesturing, and when Linda's face turned bright red, she looked back at me. Good taste, she said, grinning broadly. I knew what she wanted to ask but thought it best not to right now. Plus, when I looked more carefully at Linda, it was obvious she had only partially dressed and those very exquisite nipples had raised rather large bumps in the front of her blouse. Quickly I had an idea. We were at the pond, I said, pointing at Linda's still damp hair. Peggy looked at Linda, then at me and then back at Linda. It was obvious that she got the connection. A beautiful and intimate place, isn't it? She said to her. Linda's still very rosy face nodded back at her. It was obvious Peggy had decided to not hold back at all when she said, Is she Mr. Martin's other missus? If it were possible, Linda's cheeks got even redder. I put my arm around her shoulder and hoped that might help. But Peggy sealed the deal when she said, Should we all three go back and chose the pictures to post? I could use another woman's opinion. She winked at Linda, who was now smiling as well. Chapter 02 We went to the back room, Linda a little nervous at seeing Peggy's pictures with Peggy there. I found the memory card with the Mr. Martin's Mrs. pictures on it and brought up the first one. We clicked through them pretty quickly, Peggy commenting on a couple and finally she decided to just let me pick them and she'd see online what I had chosen. Then she turned to Linda. I'm just guessing here, but unless I'm way out of bounds, I think there were more pictures taken here today, and I'd love to see them. Can you do that? Linda looked at Peggy, and then at me. They were so different, but that difference made each of them unique, and Linda, of course to me, something very special. She took a very deep breath, and I think she realized that her seeing the pictures of Peggy had been the catalyst for me taking the pictures of her, and it almost would be unfair not to let Peggy see her pictures. Sure, she finally said and I switched the memory cards. The pictures came up and we clicked through them, the big flat screen monitor making them all look very good. Finally we came to the one of Linda, coming up out of the water at the pond, mimicking the one that Peggy had done there also. Whoa, Peggy said. You look delicious in that one. Linda looked at her quickly, but Peggy just smiled back at her. Linda, 
a little braver now after going through all the pictures said, Thanks to you. And thanks to our photographer friend here. Yes, Linda quickly replied and then, as if staking her claim, she leaned over and gave me a very nice kiss. Another big smile from Peggy. I removed the memory card and put it in my file. I had a number on each card and a record of what was on each card in a notebook I kept in my desk. I still think I should pay you more. Peggy said serious again. No way. It was a great training session for me. If you insist. She added. But I'm trying to help you out a little. I have two friends I'm sure will be calling you about appointments for boudoir photographs. Don't count on them being like mine though. She laughed. Plus, I'm working on my sister as well. She's 42 now I think, but you would never guess it from looking at her. If it works out you'll enjoy photographing her. She won more than one beauty contest when she was younger. She is, Peggy added conspiratorially, a lot like me so I'm not sure what to expect. Obviously her husband has lots of bathing suit pictures of her so he could want more. Does that tantalize you just a little? I got a punch on the shoulder from Linda. Wow, three more possibilities. This could get interesting. Oh, Peggy added. I'll let you know how Steve likes the pictures. His birthday is only three days off so it should be interesting. She got up to leave, then turned to Linda and gave her a hug. Take good care of our photographer. I got another kiss on the cheek and she left. So, this sister is better looking than Peggy is, she said smiling at me. But she's much older. We'll have to see. Two days later I got a call from Wanda Prescott who said she was a friend of Peggy Hollister and was interested in some boudoir pictures similar to those that Peggy had showed her. Another two days and I got two calls, one from Peggy saying that Steve had been ecstatic about the pictures and just sat and looked at them over and over. The second call was from Connie Warfield, the other friend of Peggy's who also wanted some boudoir-style pictures for a birthday coming up. And one day later came the second call from Peggy who said that Steve wondered if she might be able to get him a few. Even more intimate. Pictures. She said he didn't need prints and to put some of the more intimate pictures we had taken on a memory stick and she'd stop by and pick them up. Then dot there was a slight pause. The voice on the phone then said, I might as well tell you that he's fantasizing about me with another man and when I say with, he means more than just with. I heard her sigh. I have to admit, with him giving his approval I'm kind of looking forward to it myself. So, if you can set something up, just let me know. She sounded both excited and nervous. I told her I'd take care of it, and would give her a call to set up a time and place. She quickly said the back room of the studio would be fine. A couple of goodbyes and she hung up. I shared that with Linda, whose unbelieving eyes got very wide and then she smiled. I've never seen anything like that so am I going to be there too, or will it be totally private? Peggy knows you and I may need help on this one. If she's really going to go all the way I think some video might be appropriate too. Can you handle video? Makeup and video, that's me. She said enthusiastically that we set up the shoot with Wanda and I now had some pricing set up which she readily agreed to. When she showed up for the shoot... With a shopping bag full of additional outfits I was a little surprised as was Linda. Wanda was about Peggy's age, maybe just in her early thirties with a very pretty face. She was about five feet minus five inches tall and probably weighed 180 pounds but, 
At that weight, she didn't look fat at all, just a little larger than average. It was obvious she worked out, and I could easily see that the feature we'd dwell on were her breasts, which were fairly enormous. Linda questioned her about what type of look she wanted so that she could get the makeup taken care of and a sweet and soft look was decided on, and Linda went to work. When she was finished, I was amazed. The woman who had walked in the door with a pretty face now told Linda that she was a magician as she now looked totally gorgeous. Wanda went into the bathroom with her bag of outfits and reemerged in a bustier that left more breasts exposed than most women have, total, without exposing any of the critical parts. She spoke to Linda quietly for a moment, then went to the big mirror and began pulling up on the top of one breast until a dark circle began to appear above the top of the material. As she kept pulling, more and more dark brown appeared until there was nearly an inch of areola showing without any nipple appearing. She then processed the other breast in the same manner and was ready for the pictures. Linda helped me pose her, first on her stomach on the bed with those breasts showing with none of the bustier showing at all. Then she turned to her back with those huge mounds standing high on her chest. Most poses, one with her silhouetted against the bright light of the window. Several more in the bustier, and then she turned to me. One more outfit, okay? She questioned. I nodded and she returned to the restroom and reappeared in a sheer white nightgown, about as diaphanous as I'd ever seen. Quite a few pictures in that, with those huge areola and accompanying nipples highlighted through the thin material of the gown. More pictures and we decided there were enough taken and Wanda felt she didn't need more outfits. I just want to rile the old boy up a little she said, standing in front of me and smiling, and it was very difficult to look her in the eye with those surprisingly well-formed and gigantic breasts with the huge brown headlights just a few feet away. He can be a voyeur, looking at these, only it will be me and that will charge him up good. I took the card to the flat screen and let her flip through all the shots. When we were through, she shook her head. You pick the ones for the album. You're a male and you know which ones suit males the best. I agreed and she dressed and was quickly gone. I've seen things like that but always covered up. Those were nearly beyond imagination. If I had her nipples they'd cover my whole breast. Linda was laughing now and had obviously enjoyed this shoot. Speaking of covered breasts. I said starting toward her. Not now. She squealed. You have another appointment. I watched her back away from me, giggling, and grabbed my cell phone. I needed to call my brother. Hey, Larry. What's going on? Oh, and thanks again for the other day. That was fantastic. You're welcome and that's kind of what I called about. Go on, he replied expectantly. Well, you may not believe this, but Peggy's husband liked the pictures so well he wants to get some more and, here's the weird part, he wants to see her with another man. Go on, he repeated. I'm not quite sure what that means yet. You game for it? Are you kidding? If it's Peggy Lambert, I'm game for anything. Can you get off and be available when we need you? Shit, yes, I can. Just let me know and I'll be there, wherever and whenever. I'll let you know, I said and we hung up. So, the man that Peggy needed for her pictures was ready and willing and eager. Both Linda and I were totally curious as to what kind of shoot that would be doubt we got a call from Peggy's other friend, Connie Warfield and set up the appointment for, of course, the day after tomorrow. I was still very busy with other photography projects, weddings, family, senior pictures and the like, 
with the new boudoir possibilities adding to the busyness. Plus, Linda was now suggesting that since the boudoir business was certainly bound to grow, I should turn that back room into a proper feminine bedroom, add a dressing room for the ladies to change in and that I should then move in with her. The thought of crawling into bed every night with Linda was very, very tempting and something I was going to have to consider very seriously. Tempering that was whether or not this boudoir business would continue to grow and whether or not to advertise in order to push its growth. Lots of decisions point two days later Connie Warfield arrived at the studio right on time. She was very different than Wanda Prescott had been. She had on a pair of denim fashion pants that might as well have been painted on as they couldn't possibly have been any tighter. They did highlight some fairly long legs that had little heart tattoos just above each ankle. The sleeveless sweater blouse she wore untucked was draped nicely over an obviously large set of breasts that didn't appear to droop at all. She was obviously mid-thirties with a pretty face and very short black hair with a long tail on each side that angled down across her cheeks. The arms, nicely tanned, highlighted the purest complexion I think I'd ever seen. She was like heavily creamed coffee, with not a mark or blemish to be seen anywhere. When she spoke, her voice had that husky sound that most men find very appealing in a woman. And she had the requisite bag with the things she was thinking of wearing for the shoot. Linda was there to question her about makeup to a shrug from Connie. In about fifteen minutes, the very pretty face was transformed into a delectably desirable and very sexy face that the two of them had agreed on. Now that Linda had kind of assumed the role of my assistant on the boudoir shoots, she had done some research and now had a notebook with pictures and notes she had made regarding her internet research on the subject. I certainly bowed to her wisdom on the subject as she had the facts and the intuition to stage some very nice photos. Now, with Connie going into the restroom to get ready, and Linda following her, I got the camera and lights ready and didn't have too long to wait. Linda emerged first. Turn your back and I'll tell you when to turn around. She cautioned and I dutifully obeyed. I heard footsteps, murmuring talk, rustling of material and finally received the okay to turn around. Connie was in the bed, sitting up with the sheet pulled up to cover her chest. Linda has positioned her so that a good bit of cleavage was showing and, with that flawless complexion and tan that Connie had, she looked very alluring. Come over here to the side, Linda directed, so that you get the edge of her obviously bare back in the photo and I noted, a bit of the bulge of one breast as well. I took several shots like that with Linda directing Connie to move this way and that to look at the camera and away. I thought the photos were looking pretty good. Turn your back again. I was directed and there was more rustling of material. When I was able to turn around, I had to suck in my breath just a little. Connie was now stretched out flat on the bed, the sheet pulled up between her legs and then quickly off to the side. She was totally bare except where the sheet slipped off across her right hip and where she held a small, red pillow over her breasts. Linda pulled a step ladder over beside the bed and I climbed up, getting some shots nearly straight above Connie who had a knack already of having the most sultry looks imaginable. Linda arranged the sheet slightly, bearing just a little more skin without revealing anything, and I snapped away. She asked Connie a question, told me to look away, then gave the okay again. Now the red pillow was gone and Connie's right arm was hiding her breasts, or at least the most important part of them. Next Linda had her roll onto her stomach with the sheet again up between her legs and then off to the side. 
She twisted a little sideways to look up at the camera so the bulge of her right breast was clearly visible. A sultry smile cast at me. And finally, Linda had her sit on the bed, her back to me, who had returned to floor level, with the sheet barely covering her but crack, her head turned back toward the camera with that delicious right breast clearly in half profile. Of course, with that tanned and perfect complexion I decided that any shot of Connie would be delicious and made a mental note to somehow highlight that on the finished prints. Connie disappeared into the bathroom again as I was cautioned to turn around once more, and returned in a small, strapless black bra and matching bikini panties. Linda had her lay on her back on the bed with her head hanging over the end, looking back at the camera. The bra was small enough that it barely covered her nipples and there were a couple of inches of space between the little strap that tied the two halves together and her cleavage. Several more shots like that and then on her stomach, licking her lips at the camera this time. Linda had her sit on the edge of the bed, then stand, looking into the mirror and a few more before she decided to try something new. Linda ran the shower in the bathroom on full hot until the glass door was steamed and fatherly translucent. I turned my back knowing that a very nude Connie would be getting into the shower. At the ready signal I took some very steamy, no pun intended, photos and then Linda, bless her heart, told Connie to come on out, neglecting to tell me to turn around. Just as my eyes were focusing on that wonderful sight I heard a screamed. Turn around. Which I did, savoring what I had seen. Little did I know what was coming next as Linda and Connie were talking quietly again. More rustling and Linda said, She wants one more and she's ready. I turned around to see Connie, sitting on her knees on the bed, the sheet draped across her legs to hide those special female parts, but those fantastic breasts looking right at me while Connie looked away, off into the distance with a now very innocent look on her face. I clicked three or four times and dutifully turned my back again. I hope I didn't embarrass you with that last one, but I just wanted a very special one for the end of the album. Plus, he'll be very excited knowing that you saw my bare breasts. Wow, where had I heard that one before? My mouth began to water in anticipation as I thought of the pictures that Peggy had wanted because of her husband's similar reaction and fantasized about Connie doing the same. It could happen. Linda watched me, a little smirk on her face, as I was sure she knew exactly what I was thinking. Connie handed me a check for the whole amount of my fee and, despite my saying she should wait till she got the album she demurred and said it was fine, she gave Linda a big hug, thanking her for all the help and shook my hand, smiling broadly. Then she bounced out the door and was gone doubt I couldn't turn around fast enough, before Linda's arms were around me, squeezing me as she gently bit my ear, then began unfastening my pants. My instinct was to fight it since it was the middle of the day but my hormones weren't about to let that happen. She got the belt undone quickly, then the button and finally the zipper, pulling the pants down around my ankles, followed quickly by my boxers. Her hand closed quickly around my cock. I can feel your pulse, and she giggled. It's growing right in my hand. That hand was moving as I grew in it, making it grow even faster. She was kissing my neck as her other hand slipped between my legs and held my balls. I can't get you undressed with you holding me like that. I gasped out. She let loose of my balls and swung me around by my cock, still pumping it relentlessly. I grabbed her shirt and pulled it up as high as it would go with her still holding on. 
She threw her arms over her head as the shirt came off and flew through the air. Her brow followed in a similar manner. Now it was my turn to hold on to something as both my hand and my mouth went to work, delightfully squeezing one firm but oh-so-soft breast and two lips pulling on the other nipple while my tongue flicked away. Now it was my turn as I moved my mouth and stammered out. I call feel it growing right in my mouth. She jammed my head against her chest, then pushed me back and took off her shorts and panties then she was on her knees in front of me, and her mouth went into action. I don't think she had to worry about me growing any more as I was as hard as I could be and her head moved back and forth and her tongue massaged the soft underside of that erection until I could barely breathe. I looked down to see her smiling at me. She loved being able to make me feel this way and I wasn't complaining at all. And I wasn't going to be able to last very long either. Let's get in bed. I gasped out, holding her face in my hands. Um, uh, she said never letting loose and I knew I wasn't going to argue it just felt too good. My body was tingling and the heat began forming where she was sucking and it spread up and down until it felt like I was burning all over. My body tensed, then suddenly erupted as my hips vibrated to her delighted moans as stream after stream of hot liquid shot into her mouth and throat. She didn't stop and I couldn't stand it any longer and collapsed on the floor with her still holding on. Stop before I die. I mumbled as the ecstasy that filled my body totally overwhelmed my brain and my muscles and nothing seemed to work. Finally she stopped and let loose and, although I wanted to drag her to the bed I knew I couldn't do that so I just moved a little until my head was between her willingly parted legs and the curly blonde hairs that were rubbing against my face. The smell and the feel kept me overwhelmed as I felt her hands in my hair, guiding me to where my lust-dulled mind was willing my face to go without any success. As she pressed my face against her wetness, my tongue came to its senses and began to probe and her murmured, yes, fueled me anew as it darted in and up and around, searching and then finding the warmth of her love canal, then moving upward to that nub that was soft and hard at the same time. That brought an arching of hips from her so I stayed right there, flicking, rubbing, and finally forcing my lips in there to grasp it and pull it into my mouth where my tongue could work more magic. Stay right there. She gasped. Please! And her hips moved in time with my tongue for long minutes until she arched her hips upward hard into my face and, with my brain functioning again, I reached a hand up and put it over her mouth as a now very muffled. But came from deep down as she began to vibrate and jerk and, as she looked at me it was my turn to yell. Be out in just a minute! I called loudly as Linda's face changed to a very horrified look and now her own hand went to her mouth as I jumped up and quickly pulled on pants and shirt. I smiled at her and then headed to the front of the studio. Somehow, through my lust-dulled senses, I had heard the front door open. As I was talking with a mother and daughter about senior pictures, Linda appeared beside me, smiling and I think hoping her slightly flushed look wasn't apparent to mother and daughter. When the arrangements were all completed and scheduled, mother and daughter left, and I turned to Linda. Am I going to get raped every time we have one of these special shoots? I asked, smiling at her. I can stop it if you want. I didn't say that. I just want to be ready. Well, you'll just have to wait and see, was her smug reply and I laughed. We received a call from Peggy's sister, Lana, and we scheduled a time for her shoot 
which she did mention that she would like to have done at the pond if at all possible which I readily agreed to. When she arrived at the studio we could see that Peggy hadn't exaggerated a bit about how she looked. We knew she was forty-two but certainly didn't look it. Probably five feet minus ten inches, a figure that looked to be nearly perfect and a huge smile with the same very dark hair her sister had and that tanned and smooth complexion. I was looking forward to taking these pictures. She glanced at Linda who was standing beside me. Peggy said you were a wonder with makeup so I didn't bother. Linda looked at me and I at her as we each had the same thought. She was gorgeous as she was and she had on no makeup. Linda was licking her chops to get at this one dot they decided that, since the pictures were outdoors in the woods and the pond, that the makeup should be very simple and natural. In an hour, Lana was ready and it was easy to see why she had won so many beauty contests and been a model. Even simple and natural she was just a total beauty and I was looking forward to taking these pictures. You know, she said glancing at me and then quickly away, that my husband has seen lots of pictures of me in swimsuits and bikinis and some lingerie as well since I made a little money modeling for a while. So, she trailed off and I knew where she was heading and was perfectly willing to head there with her as well. I felt Linda poke me in the ribs. Peggy said you were willing to take any pictures that I'd want and that I'd love the woods and the pond. It suddenly struck me that she didn't have a sack or bag of any kind with extra clothes. This was going to be interesting again for sure. That's right, I replied, a little smile on my face. Now I noticed Lana's cheeks getting just the smallest touch of red in them. I don't know if she told you or not, but we are a little unique. We are two sisters who married two brothers, even though we were those many years apart. Now I was getting even more curious and could feel a little movement in my pants as thoughts began racing through my head. We're very close since she shared some things with me about, well, about her next group of pictures. I wasn't sure how to reply to that so I just stayed quiet and waited. Who knows? She finally said. Then a little shake of her head in. Well, shall we get started? We headed to my car, climbed and were off to the woods. Lana talked to Linda as we drove along, seeming able to talk to her about today and other possibilities as well. She mentioned that Peggy had showed her some of the Mr. Martin's Mrs. pictures and that she was kind of fascinated by the idea of that. Just listening, I was getting very excited about the possibilities. Before long we were at the little parking cove and were heading off along the path to the pond. As we walked we noted that the sun was gone and clouds were moving in, a good breeze stirring the leaves on the trees, a low moan being heard when we pass a pine tree. Before long we were at the clearing and Lana explained that she was not looking for hundreds of pictures, just a few that she could present to her husband. I did mention that we had the video camera with us as well and Linda could operate it while I took the stills. She seemed excited by the possibility of video as she hadn't really thought of that before. Then, without hesitation and very quickly, she stripped off her clothes and was standing there very casually, talking to us about the pictures. Even as she was doing that the breeze was blowing her long, dark hair and I knew that could provide us with some very sexy pictures and video as well. Lana began posing and it was quickly obvious that she knew what she was doing and how to do it as I was just snapping pictures as she did her thing, peeking around a tree, straddling a fallen trunk, partially hiding herself behind some bushes. It wasn't too long before the darkened sky began spilling its load of water on us. 
Now she was using the rain to her advantage, her hair getting wet, and, as it rained harder, the water cascading off that fantastic body. Linda was shooting away with the video camera as I was sure Lana would want to give a copy of that to her husband along with the pictures. She raised her arms and spun, the water splashing off her tan body. She lifted her breasts as she turned her face upward, her mouth open, catching the rain. She was totally enjoying this and her sexuality exploded with each and every pose until finally she stopped, breathing hard from the dancing and spinning she had been doing. What do you think? she said, looking from me to Linda and back. I nearly answered what came to my mind but quickly caught myself. I think there'll be some great pictures in there and the video will be fantastic. Can you edit it so it's not too long? Sure can. Good. You and Linda pick out, say, 18 pictures that you think are really good and put them in an album and let me know what I owe you. She seemed in no hurry to put her clothes back on and standing there with the rain still streaming off her body. She was beautiful, enticing and very exquisite. She turned to look at the clothes she had taken off which had been totally forgotten and were now very wet. Of course, Linda and I were wet as well so Lana just put on the shorts and blouse she had worn. The white blouse, of course, clung to her nicely full breasts and her nipples were dark and hard so I took a couple of pictures of that now too. As we walked along the path Linda was holding my hand as we chatted. Lana smiled at her. How do you get along with this guy taking pictures of naked and nearly naked women? Well, she began. I can answer that. I interrupted, a big smile on my face. Don't you dare, she said, putting her hand over my mouth. Oh, Lana giggled. Now my imagination can run wild. Linda's face was glowing a bright red. When you leave the studio. Again a hand over my mouth. Lana was laughing out loud now that we climbed into the car and headed back to the studio where we went quickly inside. Lana dried herself and her clothing as best she could and then I walked her to the front door, letting her know that I would probably have the pictures ready in two or three days. She thanked me and left and I headed back into the back room where I discovered a naked Linda, nipples hard and erect and already breathing hard. Through the next twenty minutes of sheer ecstasy I was thankful I had found this new outlet for my artistic expression. Linda and I looked over the pictures taken at the pond, picked out the eighteen to be used and I began making the prints. She had quickly learned to use the video editing program I had and she was working on the video in between her regular cosmetics work at the mall. When she was through I watched the edited version and was sure that, were she my wife or just someone I had photographed, it was about as sensual as it could get. The rain had worked out perfectly. We picked up a very nice album and filled it with the selected pictures which also turned out even better than I had expected. Working with a tall and very beautiful as well as very well-built lady like Lana made my job very easy. She stopped by to pick up the album and paid including a nice tip for Linda who was pleasantly surprised but very happy. It was several days later that I got the call from Peggy that I had been expecting and we set up the date for the shoot that had me excited but also a little nervous as I wasn't quite sure what to expect. Linda was nervous too as either of us had ever watched a man and woman together like that. Jimmy was notified and was eager as well and was at the studio waiting in the back room when the day finally arrived. Peggy came through the front door, and we greeted her only to have our mouths drop open as she was quickly followed by Lana. You look surprised, Peggy said to our dumb-faced stares. 
Didn't expect to see me again, did you? Or maybe you did, Lana added. It's getting so I never know what to expect. I finally managed to stammer out. Linda just stood there looking from one to the other. Lana obviously couldn't resist when she added. May I make you blush again, Linda? Linda just closed her eyes, waiting to hear what was coming next. Hearing no protest, Lana continued. When I left the other day, I didn't realize I had dropped my bra, so I came back in to pick it up. She had a huge smile. Linda's face was reddening more with every word. I see what Larry means now when he said something about when I left the studio. Now it was my turn to blush a little, but also to smile broadly. Sorry, she added, then followed in a few seconds with, but it really sounded wonderful. Surprising me, Linda said. Well, I guess we've seen your secrets, so now you know ours. I got a big kiss. Lana's husband is my brother-in-law, and she said she told you about that, and the boys seem to be close, like Lana and I are, and they shared more information than they should have and shared their fantasies as well, which seemed to mesh. So, here we are. She looked at Lana and held out her arms. There was nothing else to do but head to the back room. Once inside, we found a nervously smiling Larry. Peggy was eyeing him intently. You look familiar, she finally said. We went to high school together. He responded, That's probably it, but I don't remember you. I remember you. He said, nodding. Peggy handled that well, smiling and saying, I'll take that as a compliment. It was a little awkward now as we weren't quite sure how to handle this and how to start, and everyone was just kind of looking around when Linda grabbed the video camera, handed me my camera, and said, Well, I guess we better get going. Peggy looked at Lana who smiled back at her and then nodded. The both walked over to Jimmy who looked from one to the other, a very expectant look on his face. Peggy began unbuttoning his shirt and Lana worked on his belt and his pants. Quickly the shirt was off and then the pants followed by the boxers. Larry had not been hiding when male genitalia had been passed out and both ladies took one look at him and then at each other and smiled again. Then they stood in front of him and began to strip themselves, first blouses, then shorts, then bras, and finally panties. Larry couldn't decide where to look as, I'm sure, the thought of seeing Peggy naked had been kind of a hidden lifelong fantasy, and here she was but, standing beside her was someone even more beautiful and enticing than Peggy. His eight and a half inches was throbbing as he looked from one to the other. I was clicking away and Linda had the video going as well, smiling at Larry. Peggy stepped forward and kissed him, her tongue darting between his awestruck lips as he took a deep breath. Lana stepped behind him, her breasts pressing into his back as she reached around and held his erection, pumping it ever so gently and nibbling on his ear as she did. His arms were around Peggy now as he hugged her to him, her breasts crushed against his chest. Her hand joined Lana's on his erection and they pumped him together to his accompanying groans. Then, quickly, as if on cue, they pushed him toward the bed until he collapsed backward onto it. He squirmed until he was lying flat in the middle and Peggy slid her leg over his chest and slowly moved until she was directly over his head. Slowly she lowered herself onto the tongue that greeted her, pressing into her dampness, then sliding quickly inside as she spread herself a little. Then it was out and seeking that pleasure nub that responded eagerly to its touch. As now she began to moan in rhythm with each flick. As this was happening, Lana had settled between Jimmy's legs, 
his balls in one hand and his erection in the other. Slowly her lips slid over the head and she realized she had to open her mouth very wide in order for that to happen. She felt it sliding over her tongue, then against the back of her throat as his hips lifted to meet her. As she heard the sensual moans coming from her sister and the grunts and gasps coming from Jimmy she was nearly overwhelmed as she had never heard anything like this before and had only vaguely imagined that it really could happen as the possibility of being involved in a three-way had never crossed her mind before. But here she was, and she suddenly wanted more. Lana had never been shy about showing her body, in bathing suits or a bikini for the contests, and even for the photos that Larry and Linda had taken. But she had always kept that part of her separate from the sex and love-making side of her, being much more restrained there, as if to balance the two things. Even with her husband the sex was good, but certainly nothing very daring or extraordinary. But here, today she was having feelings she never had before, a lack of restraint and a sense of letting go and letting what happened, happen, no matter what it might be. It was as if a certain uninhibited side of her had suddenly burst out of the closet and taken possession of her. And, surprising even herself, she was enjoying the feeling and the anticipation of what might happen. Peggy could hear the hard breathing behind her and knew exactly what Lana was doing even through the ecstasy that was shaking her body and making her blood seem to boil. She felt Lana's hands on her shoulders and somehow sensed what she wanted and lifted herself off Jimmy's face. She slid to the side of the bed and watched as Lana fairly leaped on top of Jimmy, her mouth seemingly trying to swallow his, her tongue probing with groans and moans she never imagined coming from her sister. This went on for long minutes as Jimmy manhandled those full and still very firm breasts. Then quickly Lana was upright and reaching between her legs to guide that huge erection home, grunting as its size stretched her but loving the feeling as she slid down till it was all the way in. She eyed Jimmy greedily as she began to move her hips up and down and side to side, faster and faster, slapping against his thighs to his loud and repeated, O-H, 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 as it was clear he too was where he had never been before. As his exclamations got louder and louder and her pumping faster and faster he suddenly rolled his head backward and his hips began thrusting against her as he shot load after load of hot sperm inside to her equally loud. Yes, yes, yes. As her body vibrated and shuddered to a gigantic orgasm as well and she collapsed on his chest. I hope you left something for me, Peggy said smiling at her sister. Surprisingly, Jimmy gasped out. I've got plenty more for you in just a minute, don't worry. Lana raised herself on her elbows, almost looking a little embarrassed as she met Jimmy's eyes. Anytime you need more pictures, just give me a call, he said, panting hard with each breath. She rolled to the side and off of Jimmy and gestured with her eyes to Peggy. Let me see if I can help. She was finally able to get out, her breathing still very labored. She leaned over and took Jimmy's slightly limp member in her hand, then took it in her mouth, tasting both herself and him as she went to work. The very thought that she was tasting her own juices as well as another man's sperm had her ready to start over again from where she had left off, but she just used her mouth in ways she hadn't really thought of before, and very quickly, his instrument swelled and filled her mouth completely. Peggy was anxious to help as well as she sensed both what Jimmy wanted now and also what would make good pictures for what her husband really wanted to see. She gestured and Jimmy moved and she lay down in the middle of the bed and held her arms out to him. 
So, she said breathily, you used to watch me in high school. I bet you dreamed about fucking me, probably when you were in bed at night and doing yourself. You've wanted this for a long time, haven't you? He moved his legs between her now spread legs, weighed on his elbows and his face just a few inches from hers as she continued to talk softly to him. Here I am now, ready for you. And you'll have pictures to remember this. I'm naked and you're lying on top of me and your big cock is ready to slide inside of me and I can hardly wait for that to happen. And that's exactly what Jimmy wanted to happen too but he was teasing himself, wanting this moment to last as long as possible. As he looked at her he could still hardly believe that it was Peggy Lambert that he was about to fuck, but it was and she was reaching down between them so he raised a little and felt her hand on his cock as she guided it between her now parted lips and put the head against that magical opening dot he pushed his hips forward slightly and felt her warmth surround the head and heard a wonderful moan just a few inches from his face. Her eyes were open, barely and looking at his as he began to press against her a little harder, and could feel her tightness giving way gradually as he slid home. It felt wonderful as he was halfway in, then maybe three quarters and then his legs were solid against her beautiful ass. She still looked at him as he moved slowly out, and then slowly back in again, and then once more, again to the most sensual moaning he could imagine. She pulled his head down, and her tongue probed his mouth as he began moving a little faster. He felt her legs lock around his waist as their tongues dueled and, despite his wanting this to last forever, and her obviously wanting the same, his body just moved faster and faster, the slapping of his legs against her ass only making him lose all control and all thoughts as instinct overwhelmed him and, before he wanted it, he felt his groin tensing and electric shocks going from head to toe and, for the second time today, he shot a load of hot and milky cum into a Lambert sister. As his thoughts returned toward normal he pulled himself out of her and slid down between her legs, parting her with his hands so that red and engorged nub of her clit was right there, begging to be rubbed and sucked which is exactly what he began doing. Now he was tasting both her juices and his own cum as well. As Lana had done with him, and it was Peggy's turn to twist and left her hips and groan even louder than before as his tongue and lips did their work. And, after what today had been... She wasn't going to last very long as he heard her cries getting louder and louder until suddenly her hips fairly exploded and her whole body seemed to shake and twist for long seconds until he could hear her mumbling. Stop, please stop. As much as he didn't want to, he did. Jimmy sat on the end of the bed, still with a very clear view of Peggy's pussy as she hadn't bothered to close her legs at all. He looked from there to her face and back again. Now she put her legs together and, with great effort, sat up and looked at Lana who was still sitting on the side of the big bed. They both looked back at Jimmy who, unusually perceptive, heard the unspoken message, realized he was the hired hand, and stood up, dressed, thanked each lady with a big smile, and left. Lana was eyeing Linda who had put the video camera down and was looking almost hungrily at Larry. He caught the look and glanced quickly at the other two ladies. Don't mind us, Lana said coyly. We're just two very well-used ladies at the moment, sitting here trying to recover. Then with a huge smile and a wink she added directly to Linda. Just go on with what you were thinking about doing. I saw the look in Linda's eyes and couldn't believe what I was seeing. But that look certainly stoked my furnace and the heat radiated all over my body. I just knew she was going to do it, and, no matter what I really thought, I was just going to let her. 
As she walked toward me she was unbuttoning her blouse and, not too surprisingly, she had on no bra. She obviously knew what was going to happen after this shoot maybe not the audience but she was ready. The shorts came off next and she was naked and, oh my lord, she was glistening, already damp with perspiration. My heat multiplied by about a factor of ten and I could hardly wait for her to go to work on me which was almost instantly. My shirt came off over my head, my pants dropped to the floor. Instead of lowering my boxers, she just slipped my erection out through the little fly, took hold of it, and said softly, Hi there, friend. Then the boxers were stripped off, and she pulled me toward the bed by that erection. Now lay down, she said again softly, and I did. She turned to the two ladies, both still on the same bed. The photographer needs a reward, doesn't he? Two nods. Well, there are three naked ladies here and one naked man, but Linda is not letting those two touch her man, you understand. She pointed her finger at me and I shook my head in agreement. Linda is all you need and all you get. She climbed up on the bed. Lots of times Linda was not only more than I needed but was more than I could handle. She could be very insatiable at times but totally understanding as well and was happy to supply me with that. More than I could handle. Now, from that look in her eye I knew she was going to do her best, even with an audience, or maybe because of the audience. I was a little conscious of the other two ladies who were only a few feet from me and certainly hadn't gotten any less attractive over the last hour or so. But it was not them that were holding my attention now. It was that amber-eyed, ash-blonde that was climbing on top of me, those delicious breasts— pointed and velvety soft with the nipples now hard and very erect hovering over my face until I couldn't resist and took one in each hand, squeezing and rolling those nipples between thumb and forefinger and pulling them until there was a gasping squeal from her. But she wasn't going to wait any longer as she grabbed that throbbing erection and slid down on it until it was buried in that fantastically warm and wet place that I craved to violate so often now. She had me in her spell and in her control as her hips began to move seemingly in all directions at once. Up and down and around creating wonderful sensations that coursed through my body until I almost couldn't breathe from the sheer ecstasy of the feelings. Just you, she was whispering. This is just you. She was moving faster now and when my eyes were open I could see hers watching me, enjoying totally what she was doing to me and reveling in her ability to do it. She had that amazing ability to make it all about me even though she was a part of it and totally absorbed in the feelings that were being created in her body too. The slightly sloshing sounds of my penis moving in and out of that very wet pleasure tube of hers were so erotic they just multiplied the intensity of what was happening to me. Now she was raising up slowly, then slamming down hard and was whispering to me again. Let it go, make it come, just fill me up which she knew I couldn't withstand and I felt my body tense as I erupted inside of her to her. Yes, 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 as she continued to slam against me. I realized finally that she had stopped, and I felt her lips against mine, very gentle and tender and heard, for the first time. I love you. I kissed her back, arms around her, squeezing gently as it was my turn to whisper. I know, and I love you too. Now I was aware of two other people, smiling at us as they stood up and began dressing. Linda just lay there on top of me not moving. I think just the pictures for the men, Peggy finally ventured. The video may be a little more than they were expecting. An affirming nod from Lana. 
But I think Lana and I would like to have the video, just as kind of a reminder. There were two giggles after that. No, Lana added. We'll leave you two alone. I couldn't help but wonder what might be next from this new aspect of the photography business that had started. Continued Part 2